Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. I was reading my friend uh, Mike Smith's column, uh, one of his many columns in the Vancouver province. Mike is one of the very best in this country, um, political analysis and particularly on what's going on in British Columbia. Mike's column is headlined as Horgan and Trudeau squirm blockade crisis deepens. There's audio as well. I, for some reason, the link didn't work. I don't know what's going on, you know. It's supposed to work. It doesn't work. Mike Smith has Horgan and Trudeau squirm blockade crisis deepens. Mike Smith joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Corus Radio Network. Mike, that just says it all. Hey, Roy, it's nice to join you again. We just had another blockade go up here in uh, Vancouver. Uh, just in the past hour, uh, there's a rail blockade in East Van. Uh, they're blocking the CN rail tracks. For people who know, know Vancouver, it's uh, near the corner of uh, Clark Drive and Venables. So despite the message from the Prime Minister the other day that the blockades have to come down, it seems like we're going in the other direction and more blockades are going up. So, yeah, like you said, when uh, things don't seem to be getting done, yeah, I think it's kind of an understatement. It seems to be getting worse. It's an in-your-face thing, isn't it? Yeah, well, I think I think the protesters now are just uh, carrying on with impunity because they can see that uh, they can set up these type of blockades and nothing gets done. I mean, the police just kind of stand and watch them at least up until now. There was a there was a blockade the other day and uh, about a week ago in downtown Vancouver, a very very busy intersection near a busy hospital with a lot of used by a lot of ambulances, and they they blocked the intersection, set up a fire right in the middle of the intersection, and and it was up for 16 hours before they just left. And the police just stood around and watched. So, I mean, when you take a look at the economic damage that's being inflicted, I mean, you got ports backed up on both coasts. You've got uh, the major uh, business groups in the country warning about downgrades in our GDP. Uh, hundreds of people laid off. Uh, backlogs of uh, in, of, of uh, container ships trying to get their their goods to market here in the, off the coast of Vancouver. There's like 30, 40 container ships tied up in the outside the harbor who can't they can't un- unload their stuff because of these rail blockades uh, delays in getting critical sh- consumer get- shipments moved across the country in propane and chlorine you know I you know at some point something something's got to give doesn't it it does so, it does have to give there yeah. there's you know there's no more there's no more margin and what we think we've discovered Mike is there's a dearth of leadership there's no shortage of politicians, but there's a dearth of leadership. And this is, we've arrived at a time when a speechwriter crafting sound bites doesn't work anymore. Well, I think clearly what's the hesitancy is the fear of police action triggering something worse. So the politicians in the back of their mind are thinking names like Oka, Ipperwash, here in British Columbia, Gustafson Lake, where there was a standoff with police many years ago, and a, and a lot of gunshots were, were fired. And this is the factor in the back of the mind, I guess, of the politicians, that they've tried to talk their way out of it because they don't want to trigger something worse. But at some point, as the Prime Minister said the other day, um, 
this can't stand any longer because of the uh, economic damage that's being inflicted on the country and the, and the innocent people who are being caught up on this and their lives are being turned upside down and they got nothing to do with this fight. So at some point, something has got to give, and I, I, you, you got to anticipate there's going to be some police enforcement action here at some point, somewhere here in the days ahead. That's why we have police? Yeah, so I mean, you've got the RCMP is the primary police force here in British Columbia, uh, in Ontario, and in Quebec, of course, you've got provincial police forces. As Justin Trudeau said the other day, he's not in the business of telling the cops what to do. He doesn't tell, tell them their operational marching orders. Um, and he's not going to send the army in, he said, because he's not going to he's not going to release the army on Canadian citizens. So it, it appears to be kind of he wants to wash his hands of it and, and let the police take any kind of blame, I guess, for anything that goes wrong. But at some point, I think you've got to stand up and, and take some sort of accountability. And I guess he tried to do that the other day. But, you know, the days go by and, and we just seem to be getting more blockades and not not fewer. Yeah. Six days ago, they had their. Uh I forget what they call it, their crisis group meeting in, in, in Ottawa. Right. And, of course, it's a secretive organization, as they, so many of them are. And we don't know what came out of that. I, I can't even find out who delivered the donuts. But, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I, you, it's, you feebly look for a little humor along the way, but it's, it's, just, it's just not working. Mike, this, this, is, this is extremely serious. I just spoke with Professor Ken Coates from the University of Saskatchewan. You know him well. Uh, and he, he used the word timid last weekend in describing Justin Trudeau's actions. He used it again today. I asked him, is there any reason to change the verbiage? No. Um, and, and this is what people are looking for. They're looking to leadership. And you just mentioned how individual, small, you know, people are being hurt. Well, I'm looking for an email that I received yesterday. And I in all of the emails, and there's so many of them coming in now, there, there was an email from a business owner in, in Alberta, and he wrote, I started a small business, and, and I was just starting to make a little headway, and I was able to hire a couple of people. And then things started to go a little bit south for me a couple of months ago. So he said, I just pulled in, I'm paraphrasing, I tightened my own belt and, and pulled back on my own income so I could keep my few employees. He said, but now I can't get my supplies. I can't, I can't satisfy my contract, can't fulfill my contracts, and I am going to have to let my employees go. And I, you know, it, it, I read that and I just, it made me feel heartsick to read that. And I'm thinking, Mike, that's happening again and again and again and again and again. Well, that's tragic that people have got nothing to do with this fight are being uh, punished. And it, it's people who have, um, don't have a direct interest in this that are taking the the damage for it. And I think that's why you've got to see some sort of stronger political action here in leadership. And I suspect we're, we're going to see something happen unfold here this week and in, in the days ahead. Another thing to keep in mind, though, you know, Trudeau is on strong legal ground here. The, the coastal gasoline pipeline is a legal permitted project that has passed through every permitting process here in British Columbia and the federal permits as well. It's been approved by every level of government. It's been approved by the B.C. government. Um, they have a court injunction in place from the B.C. Supreme Court to put the pipe in the ground. And the other thing that should be kept in mind is that uh, First Nations support it. All 20 First Nations along that pipeline route have benefit-sharing agreements with this project. I, I believe, I think it's very clear, that a large, large majority of Indigenous people uh, impacted by that project support it. And there are hundreds of Indigenous people working on the project. There are dozens of Indigenous-owned businesses that have got contracts on the project. 
and they want to see the project go forward. So I think for all those reasons, legally and the fact that Indigenous people support it, I think Trudeau is in a very strong position here to move forward and get these blockades taken down this week. But we'll see. As each day goes by, he does look weaker to me. Yeah, and, and I think what's going to happen, Mike, is they're going to put together a little group of uh, political activists, if you will, Trudeau and a few others, so they can spread out whatever blame may come their way and they can they can go out as a as a as a group as opposed to one person making the the final decision. I don't think any of them are prepared to make any any really significant decisions alone. Well, I guess there's a lot of pressure on the police here to to take action, and yeah. the police are being put in a difficult position. But it's almost like a it's almost like a game of political charades here. I mean, they're supposed to listen and carefully to what uh, the prime prime minister says, and I guess try and figure out what he's hinting at them that he wants them wants them to do. But I, I think it's very clear that. The project is legal. The injunctions are in place. Uh, the project is supported by, by First Nations and Indigenous people, and uh, the project should be allowed to go ahead. And for the, the economic damage, damage that's being inflicted here is unacceptable. So we'll see what happens here in the day ahead. But, you know, as each day goes by, there seem to be more blockades go up, and, and none of them are coming down. Yeah. Something's got to give here, and I think it'll be this week. And another one in Vancouver just in the last hour. Just in the last hour, we've had a CN Rail blockade uh, go up in, in Vancouver, and that is another sort of critical choke point for the container ship traffic that is backed up outside the Vancouver Harbor. There's lots of talk of these com- container ships now passing Vancouver and trying to find other ports along the, uh, the uh, North American seaboard here on the, on the West Coast to get their goods to market because they can't seem to be getting it through this bottleneck in Vancouver. There's like 40 container ships tied up in the harbor and can't get their stuff unloaded. So now we've got another uh, blockade just going up an hour ago, and they don't seem to be uh, intimidated at all by the prime minister of the country saying that he he wants the the blockade to come down. They're going up instead. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.